This is Issues 2023. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is retired Wichita educator and Korean War veteran John Levi. Welcome to Issues 2023. Thank you. Thank you. I attended Wichita's Hadley Junior High School from 1962 until the spring of 1965. And during that time, John Levi taught physical education and coached basketball and track. He coached me in basketball my 7th and ninth grade years. And recently, I discovered there was much more to Coach's story than I ever knew. And we're going to share some of that story with you today. Coach, you were born in Lawrence, Kansas. Is that right? That's right, at Haskell. At Haskell. Haskell Indian School. I understand that your father was quite an athlete. Tell us about that. Oh yes, he he was uh, uh, he played there for Haskell during the twenties, and then he coached after that, and uh, then he went and played uh, uh, pro football with the Hominy Indians. And uh, we should clear up that you are a, a Native American. And what, what tribe are you uh, from, John? I'm a Cheyenne Arapaho. Now, you've uh, got a story. Your father actually, what, competed against Jim Thorpe, the, the great athlete? No, no, uh-uh. He and Jim Thorpe were real good friends. Jim, Jim had some. And, he'd, and he'd come to Haskell, and I would. Uh, He'd come to the house and visit uh, my dad, uh-huh. wow. and they'd put on an exhibition uh, uh, at the uh, stadium between uh, the, the, some of the games. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, like we said, your tribe is Arapaho. I didn't know this yeah. before. What is your Indian name? My Indian name is Neehe, Eagle. Wow. <laughs> That's quite a name. Tell us, uh, yes. let, let's talk a little bit about uh, your athletics. As you were growing up, uh, what sports did you participate in? Uh, I played uh, football and basketball. And uh, what schools were, were you at? You were at uh, Wapaton High School, Wapaton, North, North Dakota High School. And uh, I. Uh, Made all state basketball in 1946, and I played at uh, North Dakota Science School, and played a lot of uh, basketball in the service. And uh, when I got out, I went to uh, Emporia State for a year. Mm-hmm. Did you participate in athletics at Emporia State, or just go to class? Yes. Who oh, did yeah. you? Football and basketball. Yeah. yeah. Now, as I understand it, you enlisted in the United States Navy in 1947. Why did you decide to do that? Well, during the during World War II, a lot of the Sioux Indians came back and and told their war stories, their combat stories, and I would listen to them, and I was very impressed. And I became acquainted with one of the Sioux Indians that uh, was awarded the Medal of Honor, uh, Woody Keeble. And my also my uncle was in the Navy, so that was uh, kind of an influence on me in joining. And, and uh, in 1950, it, uh, you joined the Marines as a corpsman, is that right? No, uh, I was assigned to the <laughs> Marines. 
The Marines do not have a medical department. The uh, Navy provides their medical support from the Navy. So I misunderstood that. What did you actually were in the Navy? You were not in the Marines. You were in the Navy as a corpsman. Yes, but when I reported to the Marines, they issued me a Marine uniform and uh, weapons and uh, uh, all the combat uh, equipment that I needed. A corpsman, as I understand, corpsman. That's almost like a Nate, like a doctor, right? It's like a army medic. Okay. So how did you go through I imagine you went through some special training for that, correct? Nope. No. I didn't have any I didn't have any uh marine training or combat training. When the Korean War broke out, I was stationed at uh, Bethesda, Maryland at the Naval Medical Center and when the war broke out, they were calling uh, for uh, Navy corpsmen from all over the world, from all ships and hospitals and uh, different stations, to fill the ranks of the, uh, the uh, divisions. The 1st Marine Division is what I was assigned to. All right. So we went from peacetime and then... And the communists invaded South Korea, and then all of a sudden, the UN, United Nations says, we got to stop these guys. And uh, yes. the size of the military had sized, downsized. So, yeah, all of a sudden, they're looking for people like crazy, huh? Yeah. And now, let's, let's talk about uh, Korea. Uh, uh, tell me about the land. Did, were you at Incheon when uh, the, the troops landed there? Yes, I was in three, four battles. Uh, Incheon, Battle of Seoul, Korea, the capital. And I went, we went to the Chosen Reservoir. I was in that battle. And then uh, after that, that, I was in the Battle of uh, Operation Killer, which was uh, uh, going, going up north again to retake all of. Uh, territory we lost. What do, you, what do you remember most about the Incheon landing? That was, I'm sure that was your first landing. Oh, the noise and all on the bombardment and all the Marines landing in various beaches and uh, uh, the weather. We had to we had to land at a certain time. Because of the tide, the, uh, the tide was really bad, so we had to wait till the tide came up, and then it was about four thirty when we landed. Four thirty in the morning? No, afternoon. Afternoon. Now, is, yeah. was there any difficulty getting from the landing craft onto shore? Was there some? Was it, no, no, okay. uh-uh. right. no. The beach that I landed on uh, had very little resistance. We didn't have very much, but uh, I I was very concerned because when we were about to make the landing, I I was praying that it wasn't going to be another Tarawa or Iwo Jima. Oh yeah, with a lot of resistance. Okay, so we're short inch on now. Next, next, did you go to uh, 
Seoul for the battle, and the battle for the capital of South Korea. Then how did yeah, it go? It was a lot of street fighting and snipers and and uh, barricades, things like that. Yeah. So then uh, let's let's talk about chosen. Reservoir. Uh, they call okay. it the Frozen Chosen. Uh, you were chosen with 15,000 Marines surrounded by at yes. least 125,000 Chinese soldiers. Uh, yes. And the Marines battled not only a huge enemy force, but I understand it was incredibly cold at Chosen. It was very, very cold. Got down to 32 below. Everything froze. The casualties that we got mainly were frostbite, and then we did get some wounded. Uh, but uh, the the cold weather uh, uh, it, that had to do with the uh, saved the, them. The, uh-huh. the, the cold wounds. weather saved some of the wounded because it it. Clotted the 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 blood. Right, right. Well, that that must have been brutal. Uh, did you? Have, it was very you, brutal. It was uh, just death, destruction, and the suffering of the people and the you, casualties, especially the Korean people. They were they were trying to get away from the Chinese, and there were thousands and thousands. Of Trying to get get through us somehow. Okay, and then they marched. You marched out of there. And what, what do you say? Yeah. The, the last, the last uh, battle was killer. Was that what you call it? To, to yeah, the take... killer was uh, mainly to take back the uh, uh, territory that we lost, and it was uh, a lot of uh, oh, it, uh, well, uh, trench. Trench warfare was starting then because the Chinese came down and was starting to uh, infiltrate and uh, and uh, they have uh, trenches and bunkers and things like that. Now, did you tell me what would be your? Do you think your proudest moment was as a as a Navy corpsman? What? The one moment that stands out where you you're real proud of something. Yeah. yeah. Say again. Yeah. Say again. I'm just saying. Was there a, a moment when uh, uh, that one of your proudest moments as a corpsman in the navy, navy corpsman? Proudest moment. Oh, my proudest moment. Yeah. Was being able to. Serve with my Marine brothers and the camaraderie, and and it was I was just proud to be uh, attached to them and uh, uh, saving saving as many wounded as I could. All right, to our listeners, you're listening to Issues 2023 on the Odyssey radio stations, and our guest is retired Wichita educator and Korean War veteran. John Levi. I call him coach because he coached me in the 7th and ninth grades at Hadley Junior High. Now, coach, after your duty in Korea, as I understand it, you finished your education at the University of Kansas and Wichita State. And you were commissioned. Wichita State. Yeah. And you were commissioned in the Army Reserve. 
And as I understand yes, it, it you, you spent many years in the Reserve. Tell me about that. Right. 27 years in the Army Reserve. Uh, in Wichita, the 89th Division, and then the 89th ARCOM. What rank did you achieve there? Uh, when I retired, I retired as a colonel, U.S. Army Reserve. All right. Let's clarify something right now that uh, you're you're not a you're not a youngster anymore. How old are you, Coach? Uh, I'm 94. I'll be 95 in November. Are you still getting around pretty good, or, or you've been slowed down? Well, I have got some medical issues. Uh, my knees are going out on me, and uh, I have heart problems. Well, if you get a certain age, everybody does. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit now about your path that took you to Hadley Junior High School, where I and my brothers met you. I had two brothers that went to school there. Uh, what brought you to Hadley? How did you get to Hadley Junior High? Well, I was teaching at Mayberry and Marshall half days, uh, half at Mar- Mar- uh, Mayberry and half a day at Marshall for uh, two years. And then when Hadley opened, I opened up Hadley and uh, was on the groundwork of uh, Hadley. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, how about what are your best memories of Hadley? I mean, I know you chose both. Oh, the best memories were the students and the student athletes, the coaches, my gym classes, the school spirit, and just enjoyed. I and that was the best part of my life was at Hadley. And uh, do you do any? I know that not only did you coach some some really good athletes, you also your teams played against some very good athletes here in the city. A lot of those guys went on to be pretty pretty strong stars yeah. in athletics. Well, we I I had uh, some that went to the National Football League. Uh, John Mosier and Russ Campbell. Uh-huh. And Barry Sanders. Did you did you actually coach Barry? I I coached Barry, yes, uh-huh, in gym classes. Was that track? Was that at Hadley? And it was at Hadley, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. How about that? Well, he went on to become quite a star in the NFL, that's for sure. Your best Yes, he did. Now, after after Hadley, uh where'd you go from there from Hadley Junior High? From there, I went to Green Valley, Arizona. <laughs> really? Uh, to that... get out of the cold wind of Kansas. And how long ago was that? How long have you been down there? That was in 1990. Okay. 30 years we've been here. Mm. I came out here to take care of my mother, and when she passed, we just won't lose. Like this, this uh, area, yeah. and so we stayed. I want to talk with you a little bit about your involvement in the Cheyenne and Arapaho tribe tribes veterans. What was that organization? That was uh, mainly at the Mid America All Indian Center. I was involved with uh, the. Uh, I was a board of trustees when. Uh, 
Indian Center first opened. And I was uh, associated with Black Bear, Boson, and Jay Hunter, Hollis Stabler, all the Indian leaders at that time. Truman Ware, and right? Truman Ware, yes. Well, what? And uh, you know, I also was uh, with the uh, Mid-America All-Indian Warrior Society. How many people were in that? Do you remember what the membership was? Oh, probably around 30. When you... It was a veteran organization. Oh, all right, yeah. Indian Veterans Organization, yeah. All right, so uh, you were there then at, at the creation of the Mid-America All-Indian Center. Yes, I was. I was. Even before the uh, center was built, we we had a committee that we'd meet every uh, once and and um, made plans to try to get a center for the Indian people in Wichita uh, so they'd have a place to uh, meet and have their ceremonies and uh, just be uh, available for the Indian people. To celebrate that heritage of, of the Indian people and and the contributions made by by the Indian tribes, right? Say again. Uh, you were celebrating the contributions of the American Indian, and, and uh, not only that, but they have uh, oh, gatherings all the time over there now. Large gatherings of people and, and tribes, and they get together. And they, I know they do ceremonies and dances okay. and whatnot. Yes, uh-huh. My, uh, our, uh, my tribe is located at uh, El Reno, Oklahoma. Concho is the, uh, the, the uh, headquarters for the Cheyenne Arapaho. And uh, we finally got a casino down there, and that helps out. And uh, the government is finally coming around for uh, grants and funds for different uh, departments, health, health mainly, and uh, elders, and uh, they have social activities, dances, and things. I want to ask you if, uh, a little bit uh, about your family, if you, if you, if you don't mind. Uh, have you been married to the same woman all these years? No, my first wife passed away, uh, and I'm now married to uh, Marianne Levi. Seems like she's probably a pretty good companion. What do you think? I have a great companion <laughs> and a wonderful, wonderful caretaker, and uh, I just love her very much. You, uh, children? Did you? What do you have? Two kids? Is that right? I've got two girls. Really? Lynette, Lynette Bignatelli in Wichita and Sally Levi in Wichita. And how, how, what was it like? Are they pretty good uh, daughters for you? Yes. Uh-huh. I just became a great-great-grandfather. Oh, a great-great-grandfather. Not just a grandfather. Yeah, but great, a great-great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, that's exciting. How many how many great great and grandchildren do you have? You think? 
Uh, this is my first one. First great great, but yeah, I know you've got grandchildren, though, right? <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, well, it sounds like you're doing pretty good down there, pretty well down there in uh, Arizona. Oh, yes. It's a wonderful community. Uh, it's a senior uh, area and a lot of support. We get a lot of support. And I'm involved with I I'm involved with the uh, the church, and uh, it's uh, it's really a, a nice quiet place. But we're the only thing is we're 50 miles from the Mexico border. Uh-oh. <laughs> Careful. Hey, listen. Uh, you you sit you're sitting there in a chair and you're looking back on on your life and your career. You've done a lot of a lot of interesting stuff that we never knew about over at Hadley, but uh, is there any regrets, any things, big mistakes you made? I, I, I have no regrets, none whatsoever. All my life has been, I, I'm blessed. I'm blessed with all the people I met, and mommy, my students and my student athletes, and uh, I'm just blessed. All right. What do you what do you do to uh, to occupy your time? What how do you spend your well, time? Well, I'm involved you're... with the church. Yeah, I'm involved with the church, and I belong to veterans organizations, the American Legion, Korean War Veterans, and the Marine Corps League. No, and uh, <laughs> that's I'm involved with those uh, organizations. You sent me a letter with some clippings, and I noticed you, that was your handwriting on that envelope, I'm sure, because after yes. after 60-some years, I remember your handwriting. We used, <laughs> we used to, You know what? Remember when I used to mark the, each person's shirt before we started the, uh, the year? Uh-huh. Everybody had a, had a name. Uh-huh. That's right. I remember that. Now we did with those little white T-shirts, <laughs> and uh, did you ever put any nicknames on there? <laughs> oh yeah, no, uh-uh. I didn't put any nicknames. I didn't want to <laughs> embarrass anybody. But uh, I want to say one thing about my gym classes. I had some wonderful gym leaders, and, and they were so helpful in. Uh, helping with gym classes, demonstrating and and leading the class. And uh, I remember Fridays was bombardment day. Or uh, <laughs> yep, uh, that's the day we played uh, dodgeball. Oh, wow! <laughs> and I think everybody looked forward to that. It, that was fun. It was a riot. Well, listen, we're gonna we're gonna let you go here for in a second, but I just want to tell you that uh, again, uh, my brothers and I knew you at Hadley and played basketball for you and ran track for you, and we never knew the other side of the story, which is uh, your military career and and all of the honors and so forth, and your activity with uh, as an, uh, in the, with the American Indian community. Uh, thank you so much for sharing with us today, and uh, uh, all my best to you and your family, Coach. Okay, thank you so much, Steve. I I really enjoyed your visit, and thank you again, and tell everybody hello for me. I'll do that. 
Our guest, Wichita, retired Wichita educator, Korean War veteran John Levi. That's all for this edition of Issues 2023. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh.